Hello and welcome to the Pixel Swim Podcast, episode 105. I am Steve Heinrich, your host, and this is the podcast where I take a dive into my personal journey with technology, plus other tidbits that I find interesting. This episode is being recorded and released on Thursday, March 5th, 2020. Visit pixelswim.com for all of these show notes and social links if you want to follow along with anything I'm talking about today or leave any feedback. It's always appreciated. Again, that's at pixelswim.com. Dot com so you can get in contact uh, via Twitter there or uh, via you can connect uh, with me on MeWe. You do have to have a MeWe account for that, but uh, either way, let's uh, dive into the show. All right, so starting with feedback from episode 104, very limited. Uh, thank you to Kyle Helms who reached out via Twitter uh, just uh, to say that it was another good show for uh, episode 104. So thanks, Kyle, for that. But yeah, I think that's all the feedback again. <laughs> Pixelswim.com if you want to leave any feedback on anything you hear today. So, All right, so on this episode, which may be a quicker one, and I'll explain why in a second, but uh, just wanted to go over why there was no episode last week and clear th- some things up for that, uh, and that I also will be talking about the fact that I got a Nintendo Switch, and then the last thing that I'll wrap up with is the, the Galaxy ST- S10e weekly report. So... Yeah, so let's start with uh, why there was no episode last week. Uh, And I I did put out a tweet (laughs) with a teaser with my Nintendo Switch that I purchased. But, uh, and I can kind of see how it may have come off like I was skipping the recording to play video games uh, on my Nintendo Switch. (laughs) But that was not uh, what I had intended it to be. Uh, I really didn't. Uh, have any time to play the Switch or really do anything else because um, I've been working on the Chicago Latino Film Festival uh, lately. It's a freelance project that comes around this time every year that I've been lucky enough to do for the past uh, five or six years. And so essentially they have a, it's a film festival in Chicago uh, featuring Latino films from uh, all of the all over the world uh, in Spain and Mexico and South America and just uh, all over the place and so they uh, I've been was have like I said I've been lucky enough to work on uh, some of the materials that they need so basically there's 103 films part of the festival 64 of those are feature films and then there's some short films as well but uh, I'll put a link to the festival page in the show notes if you want to check that out if you happen to be in the area. Or I think they actually have a streaming service now that they started up this year. So you can actually stream some of the past films that they've had. But either way, there's a lot of materials, uh, print materials uh, specifically, and some digital stuff that they uh, need for the festival. There's a big old 40-page schedule book and about a 60-plus page program book that goes along with the festival. Uh one of the biggest ones being the schedule book that they get done first here. And so essentially I've been working on one on that. (laughs) So, so that's what I was up to last week. Uh, very busy. It gets, you know, it's a lot of stuff to put together, but, uh, overall, I actually find it kind of challenging and fun overall. Uh, the, it's a lot of work to put in, but, uh, I've kind of prided myself as I've got done this, uh, this freelance project with them at the uh, International Latino Cultural Center in Chicago. They I've kind of helped uh, make it much faster. <laughs> there's a, like I said, there's a lot of work that goes into it. And so each year I find different ways to make the process even faster for creating these books. And so I use a lot of InDesign and Excel to combine all of the information very quickly, much like a mail merge. Uh, and so, but formatting the data and getting the images and the layout ready for that sort of thing 
uh, you know, it takes a little bit of time, and then there's some stuff that just has to be done manually. Uh, but uh, luckily, there's not really much copying and pasting going on. But yeah, so my head has been in InDesign, uh, Adobe InDesign, and, uh, and Microsoft Excel, so which I've gotten very good at uh, using over the past few years <laughs> for the purposes of this to get that data formatted correctly so I can get it into InDesign and laid out very quickly. So yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing. Uh, and I'll still have a bunch more to do for that. Uh, we finished up the schedule book. I have to do the program book next, but uh, we will see um, the, the festival starts April 16th and it goes through April 30th. And so it's a couple weeks of films there to, to check out if you're in the Chicago area. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, you know, like, I, I think I've taken a picture or tweeted a picture of myself a couple years ago. I had to go into the office, uh, the Latino Cultural Center office. And so that's kind of becoming a mainstay for me every year. I don't do a ton of freelance stuff, uh, but this is a good opportunity. So, and I'm just happy that they keep asking me <laughs> to come back. So I think it's just uh, because of how quickly I can get things done for them. But uh, yeah, that's what I was doing last week. I wasn't playing video games, I swear. Uh, I purchased that Switch on last Monday, not this week, but last week. And then the next day I got the bulk of the information that I needed to set up the the schedule book and uh yeah basically have had almost no time <laughs> to play the switch uh since then so i bought it and it's kind of i mean i've used it a little bit but it's kind of been sitting there for the most part but uh yeah so let's go into the fact that i bought a nintendo switch that'll be the next part here uh like i was saying i haven't played it a whole bunch um but i you know i have had my hands on with it enough you know i've played it enough to to kind of get a good idea of it but uh, either way i got the second generation uh version of it uh because there apparently are two generations of it because i was looking to save a little bit of money and go with the refurbished nintendo switch and uh it turns out that almost all of the refurbs out there even they're about 40 dollars less but the, all of the refurbs are pretty much the first generation of the nintendo switch and so reading into the differences between those two, uh, the first gen and the second gen, basically there's some updates they made to the second generation version. Uh, if you, if you, the one quick way to kind of know which one is which is that the new generation comes in, in an all red box. Uh, the I guess the first generation has a lot more white on the box uh, as a background color, and so yeah, I, I guess there's updates and stuff to the joysticks on there and the some of the internals to help the battery life run a lot longer uh, so yeah I decided not to go with the refurbished one that I would just spend the extra on a new one and get that you know that way I wouldn't have to worry about any of the, the shortcomings of the first generation of the switch so uh, I got the one with the gray controllers I know it's super boring that uh, you know because the the switch comes with or at least a lot of them come with the color controllers or the joy cons you might want to call them that snap onto the side of the screen but I decided to go with the gray ones just because I think this is going to be docked most of the time and I don't really necessarily want it next to the TV with a bunch of color, <laughs> a bunch of bright colors sitting next to the TV, uh, that kind of thing. So I figured the gray controllers will be 
uh, just fine. Really not that big of a deal for me to, to have the color ones. But uh, along with the Switch, I did get a wireless controller. Uh, it's not made by Nintendo, but it's like an official, officially licensed Nintendo Switch controller. It's just a bigger handheld controller that you can't, you know, it's a lot uh, easier to, to play with for long periods of time. And it's wireless. Uh, it's not the Pro controller. I guess there's a the Pro version that has like, you know, the vibration and rumble packs in it. Uh, it's not that one. It's just a regular one. Uh, but it's a lot easier to use. I've noticed them. I really haven't used the the ones the controllers that came with the switch very much uh, since I've gotten it. I've used this wireless controller. It just takes a couple of uh, AA batteries, and uh, it's it's lasting. And it hasn't. Uh, I don't think there's going to be an issue with the batteries in there because I know I uh, had the Wii at or we still have the Wii, and the batteries in those controllers tend to go out quickly. But this one seems like it'll hold up well. I think it's a uh, more efficient design than some of the older Wii controllers that I've used in the past, so fingers crossed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, glad I got that wireless controller. Makes everything a lot easier. I almost got the wired version of it just to save a few bucks, but uh, I figured uh, it's, it'd be nice to not have to worry about a wire between it. But yeah, along with the Nintendo Switch, uh, when I got everything set up on it, I got a Nintendo account set up. I did sign up for the Nintendo Online subscription as well for $20 a year, so that's a pretty good price. Uh, and I kind of decided to go along with that as well, uh, thanks to Keith Bartlett, who left feedback. I forget which episode it was a few episodes ago about him uh, having the Switch and that the online service, you get a bunch of games with it, and S. Uh, NES and SNES games that come with that subscription. So I figured uh, just sign up for that, get those games and all the other benefits that come along with the Nintendo Online subscription. So yeah, uh, what one of the biggest things after getting it set up and uh, is uh, all the downloading <laughs> that has to be done for certain games. But uh, yeah, let's talk about the games that I got uh, for it uh, initially right out of the gate here is I got uh, Spyro the Dragon. Um, it actually comes with all three Spyro games kind of re remastered, I guess you could say. Like, basically, I, I bought Spyro because I played it on PlayStation 1, the original PlayStation 1, uh, back when that, you know, when it came out, and I really liked the original version of it. And so this comes with all three of the Spyro games that were released back then. And so I guess the graphics have been updated on it. Well, they have been updated. I've played that one probably more than any so far. But yeah, the graphics are updated, so it looks really good. I bought the actual physical version of the game. So it comes with a little, basically, <laughs> you know, it's just a memory card that you stick into the into the Nintendo Switch. That's all it looks like. But uh, yeah, so I got the physical version of it. Uh, the crazy thing about this, and this is the part that's kind of been a little bit uh not annoying but and i knew it was coming but is all the downloading you have to do for the the games on the nintendo switch so after i bought the spyro game the physical game along with the switch you put it in and you have to download 10 it says it on the package too you have to download 10 gigabytes of additional data you can start playing the game uh, right away, but there are certain things that just aren't loaded or part of it, even the first game on the Spyro package. Uh, so yeah, there's an additional 10 gigabytes you have to download for that. And and luckily, uh, after my wife switched over to the Galaxy S10e, which has 128 gigabytes of internal storage, uh, I was able to use the micro SD that she was using in the, the Sony Xperia 
XZ1 Compact, and so she had a 128 gigabyte SD card in there, so she didn't need that anymore, and so I was able to use that, luckily, with uh, with the Nintendo Switch, because the Switch only comes with 32 gigabytes on board, so you definitely have to have a micro SD card if you want to play any serious games on there. Uh, but either way, uh, yeah, so it came with a 10 gigabyte download, the Spyro game, um, yeah, so I've been actually playing that one quite a bit. I've, I've actually made my way through the Spyro game a couple times when I uh, bought the the PSP 1000, the original PSP, uh, and I had the, the PlayStation emulator on it, and I actually had a... A ROM or an ISO file of the Spy original Spyro game, and I actually played it on there as well. The one thing about the original, the very first Spyro game, is that it actually gives me kind of a headache to play it. Uh, so basically, you're it's kind of first person, but you're uh, following the dragon, Spyro the dragon around, and so how the camera follows him around. After a little while, I start to get a headache just because of all the weird motion and just stuff like that. It's almost like a motion motion sickness, which for me, I don't really get that very often, uh, and it's not something that's like uh, very prevalent. So um, I know my wife, she has uh, trouble with motion sickness and stuff like that, and I know that uh, this would probably <laughs> probably destroy her her head. So um, it's just one of those one of those things where I'm trying to play through the first game. I'm not sure how the other two games are. I've only had limited experience with them, uh, so I'm I'll I'll get to those at some point. But I'm just playing my way through the first one right now. Uh, the second game that I got, the major game anyway, is the NBA. 2K20, so it's the NBA basketball game for the Switch, uh, which is surprisingly actually available for the Switch because there's uh, the one the one thing about the Nintendo Switch was that it didn't come with Madden, and I was actually Madden NFL, uh, the football game, American football. <laughs> uh, it didn't come does it's not available on the Switch, and so I almost bought an Xbox One S just so I could play Madden, but. Uh, decided against that and went with the Switch. But uh, either way, I bought that one in digital form. So essentially you can go online and buy it and then you get a code that you go into the little Nintendo store on the Switch and you put the code in and it will start downloading it. Uh, and this one was kind of crazy because it was 30 gigabytes of download. And uh, here's the thing about uh, my home internet connection. It's not the fastest or the most reliable in the world. So it maxes out at 10 megabits per second uh, download. And so the thing is, is when I, and, and sometimes it uh, has a little bit of trouble because it's actually, I, there's a it's it's actually over the air internet sort of uh, it, it uses an antenna that's on our roof to another sort of tower that's not too far from us and so we get it sort of over the air and uh, every once in a while it will uh, not it'll have some issues and it'll you know be intermittent and be the speeds will be all over the place and so when I was started downloading this NBA 2K game uh, this 30 gigabytes it, my internet connection was actually having some trouble and so it didn't uh, it took forever basically <laughs> so I wasn't able to play the game for a, a day and a half I think uh, and, and waiting for it to download and just making sure that the switch was on and that it continued to download that I wasn't doing anything else on it and so I just kind of let it sit for a while just so I could download the game. So that was not fun. <laughs> but, you know, it just comes with the territory. Even uh, I was looking at the Xbox One S. Uh, even with that, there, even if you get the disc, there's still stuff that needs to be downloaded. These games are just huge now. And, and checking out the graphics on them so far, I can understand why there's so much 
so much data to download. And the funny thing too is about when I loaded up this NBA 2K game is I just downloaded 30, 30 gigabytes of data, opened up the game, and the game immediate, almost immediately shows that it has an update to download. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, maybe it's quick. So I hit the download button and my internet had been back up and solidly running at that point. And it uh, basically was running very slow. It took about five minutes to get to 1%. So I thought, I'm not going to wait for this update so I can actually try out the game, you know, and not sit here and wait again. So, uh, yeah, that's not a fun experience uh, for me. Uh, for a lot of people who have fast home internet connections, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's really, you know, not an issue. But for me, the, the downloading part of things is kind of a long arduous process and uh yeah so you know but i got all the games on there now and i'm you know think and and understand what i need to do if i want to get another game uh, that requires a large download but uh yeah so those are the games i have so far spyro nba 2k and then i did download the nes and snes games uh via the store via the fact that i had a subscription for nintendo online so yeah, I got all those games, played a little of the original Mario Brothers game, which I did play when I was younger. So, uh, yeah, so just like I said, I haven't had a ton of time to sit with it because I've been working quite a bit. So uh, there's games that I still want to get, probably Mario Kart, or I should say a game. Mario Kart's the game that I still want to get for the Switch and uh, try that out and, you know, maybe try out the online play as well and uh, that kind of thing. But if anybody has any suggestions for other games for the, for the Nintendo Switch that are pretty good and uh, not too difficult, I'm not a huge, uh, you know, difficult game person. I uh, kind of like it a little bit more casual. Like Mario Kart is, you know, to me that's still more casual. It's pretty straightforward. It's not uh, too complicated. But uh, yeah, either way, that's uh, where I'm at with the Switch. I'm glad I got it, definitely glad I got it, and uh, just continue using it into the future. It's been really nice to have it, because usually at the end of the night, I'll just watch a bunch of YouTube videos on the Roku to kind of wind down, but now I've got this to wind down with, and that's kind of what I've been using it for, is to, to wind down at the end of the day, and it's, you know, it's just gets your mind off of things and settles things down a little bit. So yeah, that's uh, my experience so far with the Nintendo Switch. All right, so with all that stuff out of the way, let's get into this week's Galaxy S10e Weekly Report. Good evening and welcome to the Galaxy S10e Weekly Report. All right, so I have been chugging away uh, using my Galaxy S10e as my main phone, uh, hopefully for the next year or so. Uh, just a few things to report on it. Uh, the first thing is that I noticed it getting a little bit laggy the other day, uh, or yesterday, I should say, which was Wednesday, and uh, I needed to reboot it. But before I did that, I decided I forgot, I didn't realize how long or I didn't know how long the phone had been on, so I checked the uptime in the, the system settings, and it turns out it had been 500 and 503, 503 hours of uptime. <laughs> so that's just about three weeks. So I can't really complain about it needing to restart. It's something clearly went 
haywire and it, it kind of got a little bit laggy. So uh, yeah, so up three weeks of uptime without restarting, not too bad. I think I've mentioned this sort of thing when I did the LGG6 weekly report about trying to see how long it took before I needed to restart it and all the uptime and stuff like that. So yeah, very impressive so far. I've restarted it and everything's back to normal. So I'm still using that Tendolin case that I've mentioned in the past on the show. Uh, it's the one that's got like the wood grain with the, the sort of faux leather sh stripes on the back of it. Uh, it's been my favorite one and I'll probably stick with that one for a while to come. Uh, it just fits the best and has very slim and offers just enough protection on it. So uh, that'll be that's just going to be how I... Uh, roll with it I think for now I almost bought three more cases for it but decided to stick with the Tendlin case for as long as I possibly can but a uh, couple uh, battery life on it uh, is actually pretty good and it's it's not the greatest I would say it's decent uh, luckily I obviously sit at my desk most of the day most most days and so I'm getting like I said I got my Qi charger back out my anchor Qi charger so I usually leave it on that for most of the day and that works out really well you know and I've got a full battery for most of the day but other than that I've used it a couple times on GPS in the car uh, to sort of without it being plugged in just to see how it did see what it ran down to and it held up fairly well my wife is actually with hers uh, she uses it for gps quite a bit and uh it worked it's held up pretty well for her as well so sometimes she has to drive you know upwards of uh, two and a half hours uh, to go somewhere and so she'll put it on that and it'll probably drain about 40 percent of the battery which really isn't too bad considering uh two and a half hours of gps is you know, that could take a lot of bad, a lot of juice out of the phone. So, yeah, it holds up fairly well. It's not the best in the world, but it's, uh, you know, it's efficient enough, that uh, processor in there, the 855. So, yeah, uh, speaking of my wife as well, uh, she's extremely happy with the camera on it. Uh, it's a major, major upgrade from her XC1 Compact. Uh, she, for her work purposes, what she needed it for is uh, she, she needs to take pictures of sort of uh, metal plates on certain things. Uh, say like a water pump or something to that effect and uh, before she was having a lot of struggle trying to get a clear and bright enough picture of those sort of things in these pump rooms and and stuff like that and uh, the S10e has been working out really well and she's gotten she it's exactly what she needed and uh, and sometimes she's in a confined space and the wide-angle camera comes in handy then too so yeah she probably uses the, the camera way more than I do um, for utilitarian purposes but uh yeah uh overall the s10e has just been it's been a winner so far you know i don't really see myself needing to go to anything else uh as far as uh, phone goes right now um not saying it's the perfect phone but it's it does a really great job and the cameras obviously are are very much a selling point on my end and uh the speaker has been really great for all the podcasts and that i listen to and uh yeah, overall, can't complain about the S10e, but I, I think that's it, though, for this, well, last couple weeks. For the last couple weeks, that's really been it. I've just been, you know, it's been my on in my pocket. So <laughs> what more can I say? I haven't wanted to switch to anything else. So, yeah, we're good to go, and that should be, I think that's it for this, uh, the, this week's Galaxy S10e weekly report. All right, so let's wrap things up here on episode 105 of the Pixel Swim podcast. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Uh, head over to pixelswim.com if you want to leave any feedback. There's a bunch of ways to do it there. There's a show notes page with the comment section. 
Uh, there's an email form on the website. There's all the social links. I mean, there's plenty of ways. But uh, yeah, as always, greatly appreciated. And thanks for tuning in yet again. We'll be back next week with that. Ep- hopefully next week. <laughs> uh, like I said, it's been busy. But hopefully we'll be back next week with episode 106 uh, where I'll have you know more to, to say probably about the S10e and the Nintendo Switch. And um, we'll s- hopefully maybe we'll have some stuff to talk about with the box of phones again. But uh Either way, thank you for tuning in. Have a great afternoon or evening or spring day or winter day or spring day or winter day or whatever kind of day it is where you are because where I am, it's uh, pretty much going back and forth right now. (laughs) Snow one day and uh, beautiful sunshine the next day, but either day, whatever kind of day it is when you're listening to this. Thanks again and Godspeed.